This is Scott Johnson, artist of Extra Life at MyExtraLife.com, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday the 3rd of June, holy crap, it's June 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. Silence! And I would appear to be alone. I wasn't planning on being alone, but apparently I am alone. Yes, so earlier in the day, the wife said, well, I'm going out to meet my sister. See ya. Uh, okay, thank you for mentioning that ahead of time. Previously, Gwynora had warned me that this was an Uncle Sam kind of a weekend, so he is off doing his due diligence and duty to the man. And apparently, Daxa is driving back from El Paso right now, so I guess we can forgive her that. The one we cannot forgive... And never will forgive is Grail. Penis. Oh, look at that. Yes, he of the small. Penis. And by his own voice. Penis. So he's not here for I don't know what reason other than apparently not liking me very much. And he's missing the Fez. Yes, indeed. Those of you participating on the video wall can see the might and the terror that is my Fez. Excuse me. No, not that drop-in. Way to go, a-hole! No, not that drop-in. My Fez. Yeah, baby, yeah! That's the drop-in we were looking for. Yes, last weekend, you may have heard, we were doing a little local shindig called the Phoenix Comic Con, which was made of win awesome to levels not previously attained. And while walking the floor there, we found a little shop that uh, 
one Barry Von Awesome was already familiar with, Fezorama, and it was insisted, nay, forced upon me that I must purchase a Fez. So my very first purchase of Phoenix Comic Con 2012 was a D12 Fez. Why? I don't know, other than Fezes are cool. I wear Fezes now. So I wear a D12 Fez, superior to your strange British blue box Fez. However, not superior to the plate mail helm with nose guard I'm seeing on the video wall, even as we speak. Right below everyone's favorite topless hairy white guy, Ursa Heel. Power hairy brother. Moving on. So yes, last week was the incredibly uh, draining and wonderful experience of Phoenix Comic Con. We've gotten a little bit of it posted. Uh, my week in between then and now was completely insane in the form of cleaning up after many of the server outages and emergency server replacements that I had gotten more or less in order before the con and got them stable so that I could actually attend without abandoning anyone. But there was much cleanup uh, remaining to be done upon my return. So I've been working a whole lot, and there has been no time or energy left over for editing and posting. The little bit of posting you have seen happening is thanks entirely to the efforts of Ironheart, who has been an amazing trooper throughout this entire experience, uh, was traveling to Orlando and using a hotel Wi-Fi Managed to get many episodes edited and in a position where I could post them very easily. So the bit you've seen show up on the Alpha Geek radio feed so far is entirely thanks to Ironheart. So massive shout-outs and props to Ironheart for helping us get that bit out there. More coming, actually hopefully the rest coming this evening. Especially seeing as I have very little to clean up here after radio because there's nobody here. It's a good thing I'm not bitter. So... Joining us in Internet Relay Chat, and if you're listening live, you should be in there, and if you're not listening live, why not? Our producer, nay IRC rep, the one and only Barry Von Awesome. Barry White, save my life. If you have something to bring to my attention during the show, please do not send me a PM because I will summarily ignore you, partially because my copy of MIRC is misbehaving today, and mostly because I don't want to stare into the black void and have the radio show sound like this. See what I mean? Because that is somehow less entertaining than this. I'm sorry. And I don't have the power of this. If I did, I would just do this for two hours and instruct you that you just listened to the best radio show of all time, and that would be that. Yeah, baby, yeah! Sadly, I lack the power of the... So I'm stuck with... I have more! And occasionally... Oh, they took my freaking kidney! So, if you need to bring something to my attention, please send a PM to the aforementioned Barry Von Awesome, Barry VA in the IRC, and he will bring it to my attention one way or another. <sighs> other shout-outs. Uh, right after we finished our last show before Phoenix Comic-Con, uh, right under the wire, we got a 
rather sizable donation from Copy, and we had already kind of listed off the people who had contributed to the equipment purchases up to that point. Wanted to give a big shout-out to Copy for her extremely generous uh, last-minute donation, which will help us uh, get even more equipment for future conventions. We were able to cover one entire extra room with the new uh, self-contained remote recording rig. With all your generous donations, we got two of the security cases, two of the cable tie-downs, um, two of the interface cables for the mixing desks that go between the H1 handy recorder and an additional handy recorder and accessory kit to match the one that we had previously gotten with uh, your last set of donations. So we now have two very easy to deploy self-contained recording kits with like 99 hour MP3 recording capacity that can be secured down with a cable plugged into a standard mixing desk and left to record any number of things for you guys in the future. So we hope to deploy those to great effect at things like Wootstock and Nertacular and Pax Prime. We thank you very much for your generosity and thank you again to Copy for her last minute uh, rather sizable and generous donation. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you want to financially support the show on an ongoing basis, you can go to the Casually Hardcore page on vtwproductions.com. On the right-hand side, you'll find the subscription buttons, which you work with PayPal to withdraw a small amount of money and dump it to us every month. You can give us a one-time donation, or you can do something simple. Like if you're going to shop for something on Amazon anyway, US or EU, we have search widgets on the Casually Hardcore page. Where if you begin your search for an item there and then eventually purchase it, through no extra cost to you, we get a small cut of that transaction for directing them, directing you to them, and that helps us do things like convention coverage, of which you're about to get a whole heck of a lot more on the Alpha Geek radio feed. So again, thank you very much for your generosity. It is extremely humbling. We greatly appreciate it, and we will do our best to put that uh, money that you have generously donated to good use. Boo and yah. Let me actually consult my notes. So the listener call-in topic of the day, based on many of the things we saw while attending Phoenix Comic-Con 2012, what is your oddest, strangest, best, favorite, um, most nerdy piece of gear or costume or cosplay that you have obtained so far uh, so that you have acquired to wear at convention. So I now have my newly acquired Fez, which I'm showing to the video wall. It has the gold tassel. I even have the n numbered limited edition pin because I went with the limited edition D12. Uh, extra, extra huge. Yes, they had a size that fits my enormous and misshapen noggin. That's part of the reason why Fezorama got my business is they had something that fit me, which if you've ever seen the dimensions of my body, you understand how challenging Finding stuff that fits properly, height-wise and width-wise, can be for me. And it, apparently it extends to my head, because it was a couple of, three or four tries before we found the right shape and size fez for me. And I've gone with the, the low-rise fez. If you're looking at the video wall, you can see uh, how ridiculous Barry VA looks with the non-stylish high-rise version of the fez. I don't know what he was thinking. Of course, it's Barry, so... Yes, uh, the stylish low-rise with the D12 image on the front to just indicate the gaming roots that we all share. They, they had had percentile dice. 
I would have gone for that, but sadly, they didn't. I think the D20's been done to death, so D12 it is, baby. And they had it in my size, and I even like the color. Oh, yeah. <sighs> and since there's no one here to remind me, I've actually forgotten to play the thing in the place with the guy. Tangents are kind of a big deal. Yes, this is the tangent-filled section of the show, full of only my tangents, and apparently a lot of drop-ins to fill in the gaps while I think. No! Oh, crap, I forgot to use that time to think. Are you smoking crack? Apparently I am. So coming up next in our non-regular show coverage type stuff, June 23rd of this very June, which is actually a Saturday this year instead of a weird middle of the weekday like they did last year, we have Nerdtacular 2012, which is a one-day convention hosted by the Frog Pants Network with many of the fine podcasters getting together live on stage to do their shows, panels, gaming discussion, all manner of fun stuff. We will be streaming audio for the entire thing, including we have gotten permission for the Paul and Storm concert. At the end of the convention, will be included as part of our live stream. I am awfully looking forward to that one. Also, plan to have the a version of the video wall there. I'm trying to introduce this uh, technology that we use and love so much to the Frog Pants people. They have a very uh, large and active. IRC community that they refer to as the Tadpool, Frog Pants, Tadpool, get it? Going to get a video station there so that the Tadpoolers who made it to Nerdtacular can interact with those who are having to dial in over the internet with audio and video and all the joys of IRC, all on one convenient page. So if you want to show up and show the new kids how it's done, I hope to have a two or three panel version of the video wall up there to uh, withstand the onslaught of additional people. But if you've never listened to the Frog Pants Network uh, stuff, Nerdtacular is a great way to get started. Uh, first one's always free, kids. And so they'll be live pretty much all day uh, from around 9 a.m. Mountain Time to God knows when the concert's going to end late in the evening. So we'll have something going live on the stream that entire day, top to bottom, uh, be there, or be hexagonal. After that, in July, and I'm forgetting exactly which day in July, we'll be covering Wootstock 3.0, I beg your pardon, this is up to 4.0 now. This is the version of Wootstock that they do during San Diego Comic-Con. And I'm waiting to speak to Paul and Storm who are two of the primary people behind organizing Wootstock to see if we can move from merely podcast release of the content to live streaming. Technology-wise, uh, there's really no reason we could not have done it last year. We had enough bandwidth available. They were just had concerns working in entertainment as they do about union rules in the particular house that we were performing in. And we learned last year that there would have been no conflicts with any of the union rules. So I'm hoping to get the green light for live streaming that. At the very least, we will have for you the full archive of all the audio from Wootstock 4.0. Uh, watch the front page of vtwproductions.com for updates as to whether we will 
be live streaming it this year. And then jumping forward, we'll be going to believe the next big thing. And this is turning into quite a large thing because it's looking like Gwenora, Thumbelina, Daxa, Grail, Doc Dead, myself, and Iolite will all be attending uh, PAX Prime this year. So we're going to have quite the crowd on the ground there. Hopefully we can put all these additional uh, handy recorders to use, obtaining interesting interviews. The people at PAX in the booths are usually extremely knowledgeable about their products and ready to drop and do an interview or talk about release of a product at the drop of a hat. So we should be able to uh, corner a bunch of them and grab uh, lots of fun information for you, as well as do one hell of a mega show with all of us there in person. I believe also for Nerdtacular, uh, Sakani will be joining me as well. Uh, so it should be myself, Iolite, and Sakani at a bare minimum for Nerdtacular in Utah later this month. Uh, I'll catch him on the forums to see if he's still planning on going, because I hope he is. Because he, he needs to actually see me when I'm conscious, because when he met me when I was doing uh, TED Active this year, it was at the end of a really freaking long day, at the end of a series of really freaking long days. So I was basically drifting in and out of sleep while he was trying to talk to me, for which I apologize to Connie. Um, so yes, it'd be nice to see you when I'm actually, you know, conscious. And whatever else happened that night, we will not speak of it because honestly, I don't remember any of it. So you can make it whatever you want. It wasn't me this time, I swear! Mm hmm. What you did there, I saw it. So as a reminder, call in topic, your favorite, weirdest, best piece of convention gear, be it cosplay, items you like to always wear to a con, carry at a con to declare your status in the tribe, whatever it may be. I'm interested in hearing about it in the fourth half of the show. Meanwhile, what else did we have in the notes that Grail so thoughtfully wrote up for me and then didn't show up? I hope he's okay. But I digress. Oh, there's a note here. Uh, I'm a bit iffy due to having a house guest. Well, we guess, kids, we know how that turned out. Hmm, Dax is out of town. Grail has a house guest that he doesn't want to leave to come do the show. I think we just drifted into soap opera territory, kids. What do you think? Hmm. Now, we could make his life a living hell here if we wanted to. So I'm uh, calling upon all of you listening to hit the forums, and someone needs to start the Great Grail June 3rd rumor thread. And strangely, I'm not seeing copy on the video wall. You know, burn the tapes, man. Who is the mysterious house guest? Why is copy not on the video wall? Conveniently, when Dax is out of town driving in from El Paso, and Grail can't be bothered to come to the show. I think we figured this one out, people. Hit the forums. Daxa needs to know. I expect videos. I expect graphics. I expect paragraphs of uh, detailed storytelling. That I also expect to be wealthy. And while I'm at it and I'm dreaming, I'd like a pony. So, and not a My Little Pony. But I digress. All right, you are listening to Gnomewise Flying Solo unexpectedly for an episode of Casually Hardcore, our first post-Phoenix Comic Con 2012 venture. Uh, 
I shall return right after a little bit of your friend and mine, Jonathan Colton, doing some of the classics today. Here comes Code Monkey. I'll be back right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Code Monkey, get up, get coffee. Code Monkey, go to job. Code Monkey, have boring meeting with boring manager Rob. Rob say Code Monkey, very diligent, but his output stink. His code not functional or elegant. What do Code Monkey think? Code Monkey think maybe manager wanna write goddamn login page himself. Code Monkey not say it. Loud code monkey, not crazy, just proud. Code monkey likes Speedos. Code monkey likes Tabas Mountain Dew. Code monkey, very simple man. With big, warm, fuzzy, secret heart. Code monkey like you. Code monkey like you. Front desk till your sweater look nice. Good monkey offer buy you soda, bring you cup, bring you ice. You say no thank you for the soda, cause soda make you fat. Anyway, you busy with the telephone, no time for chat. Good monkey have long walk back to cubicle. You sit down, pretend to work. Good monkey not making. So straight, cold monkey not feeling So straight, cold monkey like Fritos Cold monkey like Tabby Mountain Dew Cold monkey very simple man Big warm fuzzy secret heart Cold monkey like you Monkey thinks someday he have everything, even pretty girl like you. Code monkey just waiting for now. Code monkey says someday, somehow. Code monkey likes Fritos. Code 
There's a place on the internet where geeks and sports fanatics can come together and, in fact, be the same person. Listen to One Dumb Jock with worldwide sports news and opinions hitting all your favorite playing fields. Football, baseball, rugby, basketball, hockey, real football, and even college news. Check out One Dumb Jock only on Versus the World Productions, vtwproductions.com. Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World. 
And in honor of that drop-in from the lovely and talented Daniel Corsetta, who I got to have a chat with again at this Phoenix Comic Con, I did get a drink candy. So, video wall, here's looking at you. Cheers. Yeah, it makes for great radio, I know. Mm. However, I was reminded by Pusar, the great and powerful, that I had forgotten to fire up Skype earlier. Yeah, I failed that way. So I rectified that. That was part of the reason for the extra. The bonus song that you received. <sighs> and now she's not answering her damn phone. Pusar, good grief, woman. Are you in inside of a diesel engine? That was fairly impressive. I think that was a fairly good imitation of being inside a two-stroke diesel engine. What do you guys think? No? Clothes dryer? Okay, fine. Let's give that one more try. Or not. Oh, I see what I did wrong. That was me failing hard. There we go. When you set up your audio repeaters, it helps to actually test them first. Hey, Pusar. See, I was busy blaming that on you. And I can blame the loud and laggy connection on your ISP, but the noise was a loopback version of uh, the audio repeater. How you doing? I am doing fine, actually. See, when you speak, the sounds of rushing northern winds disappear. But when you're silent, no, that no, that was me changing from my camera microphone over to this awesome Samsung microphone I have standing right in for, right in front of me. Oh, that was the, in fact the sound of you failing. Okay, I was right after all. Yay! Oh, oh yeah, you know, you know those twenty five steps I have to go through every time I want to use my microphone. Clickety click click click. Welcome to the Clickety internet click, age. Click, click. Hello, Pusar. Oh yes. Hello. How are you today? I am forever alone today. So it would seem. I absolutely love your face. I'm looking at it right here on the video wall. Thank you. I am, I am in fact, a very sexy man, um, as evidenced by my fez. And that <laughs> is not likely the liquor talking, because I've only had one sip, and I'm not that much of a lightweight. Uh, no, you aren't. Uh, oh, you've heard. Because <laughs> we've never, yes, seen, never heard. actually met in person, but you know me by reputation. Oh, God. What have you heard? Oh, yes, the stories. Oh, the stories. I mean, I've heard about how people are intimidated by your sheer size. Oh, uh, thank you. I am very large. I mean, there's this one photoshopped photo of me allegedly sleeping next next to a bed in Vegas that buried... I mean, come on, dude. Get some Photoshop skills. Really? Oh, I'm, I'm more thinking about that, uh, that one picture we have of you holding a baby in your hand. I mean, that entire baby fits inside your hand. Babies are small, dude. Yes, but not that small. Hey, actually, my daughter came out extremely tiny because she was a couple of months early. And I was like, wow, you're actually still alive and you fit in my hand. That's, um, wow. Be afraid. And that picture will forever have burned itself onto my retinas. And whenever I see a baby, I think, nah, that thing's not small. No, well, maybe just... gnome just have a huge hands. Who Unnaturally knows? large. Hey, we need to say about guys with big hands. They have big fingernails. Wow. 
What? We have a lot of nail care to do. Mm, right, eh? I need to buff and polish and polish and buff and... Never mind my cuticles. I mean, geez, the amount of care that they require. Oof. But oh, I, I love how you're sitting and looking at your nails as you speak. Thank you. That's uh, just the, wonderful. Oh, yes. It's so, so, I'll just show the video while this. My manicure, which I've never had one in that my life. That is beautiful. Oh, you should totally have one. I mean, that those are so manly hands. Manny, petty, manny, petty, manny, petty. Oh, yes. Fabulous. Oh. Okay, we're getting off topic here because we are, in fact, in the Geeks in the Gaming World news segment. And our first topic of discussion, mm. as a surprise to none, Star Wars The Old Republic team hit with layoffs. Yay! Surprise! Yay! Why are you cheering the downfall? I'm cheering because imagine what else these guys can do now. These guys are creative. These guys are great. We have seen their work. Imagine what they will do now when they're no longer bound by Star Wars. So you're saying that they have not been fired and kicked to the curb? They've in (laughs) fact been set free. They have been set free from the evil clutches. The evil clutches of Bioware, one of the premier and most sought-after development houses in the known universe. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the bright side of it, man. Don't pull me down. Put down the pipe, step away from the crack, woman. Oh, man, I need more crack. Where did I put my pipe? Ah, damn it. This is from... I got something here. Dare I ask? You hear that? Is that, what, nitrous oxide? Oh, I wish. No, it's just canned air. Okay. <laughs> That's dangerous, dangerous <laughs> enough. It's canned air for my airbrush. But hey. So, this is from shacknews.com. Perhaps this news was inevitable given the struggles high-profile MMO Star Wars The Old Republic has faced since launch. Publisher Electronic Arts, yay, evil, 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 has announced plans to restructure BioWare Austin. Weeks after announcing a subscriber loss of nearly 25%. In a statement to Shack News, the publisher said, BioWare has restructured its studio in Austin today. Of the employees impacted, some will be able to join other products within EA. Others will leave the company. These are very difficult decisions, but it allows us to focus on focus our staff to maintain and grow Star Wars The Old Republic. Well, this is yeah. what happens when you don't get the subscriber numbers you were shooting for. This is what happens when you aim way too high. Well, I mean, everyone wants to be the next WoW, but I, I had thought that everyone, the, the, the vibe I was getting off the industry was they had more realistically realigned their expectations to what they can actually get, and the free-to-play models were working quite nice for some people. Sony has a thriving uh, free-to-play um, entire catalog of games that are doing quite well for them. Um, they decided not to go free to play on Old Republic, and that perhaps was a miscalculation on their part. That uh, might have been their downfall, because people are expecting something, and when they have to pay for what they're expecting, they're expecting that to be ten times as good. And if you cannot deliver, the subscribers will punish you. They are hitting the traditional MMO curve of the players are consuming the content too quickly and getting bored and bad-mouthing the game and yeah, canceling and if, their subs. If, if, if you cannot entertain people, they will leave. And mm-hmm. if, if you need to push out new content constantly to entertain people, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, that's part of the, the design. Uh, I mean, they basically, the, they need to design the grind better. 
that's one of the things I think Blizzard is perfected with WoW is uh, they are good at yeah. getting oh, us to. Blizzard, to look have, for, Blizzard look. has had what eight years to to perfect that by now. They have a small lead on everyone else, yes, and they've made the most of it. They're bathing in money now. Good for them. Um, yeah, milking their golden calves and doing what they want, and then milking it a bit more and slaughtering it and buying a new one for the money. And okay, oh, I, only have, I only have one word to say about that: pandas. <laughs> Moving on. Oh. Uh. So yeah, I expect Old Republic to go free to play before too much awfully longer here. I think if they want to uh, realign to reality, uh, that's probably in their future. Uh, one of the beautiful things about uh, going free to play is there aren't subscriber numbers to report anymore. And even when there are, they're likely to be very inflated because people will sign up and there's no canceling because they're not paying anything. So you can say, hey, we have this many user accounts on our game and the number never goes down because people never cancel because they don't need to. Hey, uh, now we have 11 million players. Now we have 11 billion players. We have 11 wow. million registered users. Now the whole... Hooray. Uh, are they active? Oh, let's not talk about that part. How many active users? <laughs> we have 11 million signed uh, up. Let, let, us let us redefine active. Harumph, yes. Active, yes. They, uh, they, uh, they get on the internet every day. They're very they active. They have not deleted their accounts. They're, they're metabolizing food into energy. They're very active, yes. We have not given them a reason to cancel their accounts. There's nothing and to look, cancel because we're not charging them anything. They're still here. Yeah, so yeah. surprised to no one with, with the declining subscriber numbers, uh, the economics say they simply had to lay some people off. So we'll see what the future of that game is. In other interesting news, one of the more controversial features, and I use air quotes around the feature, the word feature in that statement, of Diablo 3 was touted to be the real money auction house where you could take in-game non-bound items and sell them to other players for real-world currency. And you could use real-world currency to purchase items from other players. Oh Very yes, my friend planned to teach my spawn to play Diablo solely to get him to make money for me. That's right. You want the cookie? You will grind the gold. Grind, baby, grind. Why do we have children? To, to grind make gold. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, you haven't haven't you heard about what we did with him and Dungeon Defender? Dare I ask? We allowed him to play as much as he wanted. We ended up with seven million mana on one account. You're an evil. You're a bad, bad parent, is what you are. In case you were wondering. Yes, yes, bad parents. But oh my goodness, he loves it almost as much as he loves our new Kinect. But good gamers, bad parents, but good gamers. Good gamers. Yeah, I'm thinking of getting the uh, the Kinect for Nemesis. I think he'll eat it up. Though oh, I did. He will love it. He is. Spawn is has just turned four, and he is loving it. And he is. Disturbingly good at it. <laughs> I just got the uh, Skylander starter kit, which is the figurine-based game. Um, so oh yes, the collectible figures, Pokemon style. Um, yeah, uh, for those uh, for th for those of the listeners who are not aware of what Skylanders is, you get these collectible figures, and you get this little uh, portal thingy that you hook up to your computer, and whenever you place your miniature on the portal pad. 
it will allow you to play with the character in the game. Complete genius design because you have to purchase the individual player, individual character models individually for around $10 a pop. It yeah, and you have the money. excuse. You have the excuse, oh, but it is toys. It is not just a computer game. Uh-huh. Sure. Oh, yeah. But, we haven't introduced him for those yet. Yeah. No, I've got, Nemesis doesn't understand because I haven't actually shown him the game mechanics yet, so the box is here, but he doesn't get it yet, though. He'll, he'll be diving into the Wii and not returning. This, this was my summer game for him. Um, I'm thinking next time I see a good sale on the Xbox Kinect bundle, um, I'm going to go for that as well because I think he's hyperkinetic enough that thrashing around the room to play a game is right up his alley and he'll <laughs> sleep better. Oh, but you will. You will definitely. Getting back to the article, this is from GameZone.com. Game Diablo 3 Real Money Auction House Delayed Indefinitely. If you were hoping to make some extra cash with the Diablo 3 Real Money Auction House, you may be better off getting a new second job, as Blizzard has just confirmed they will again delay the release. In light of the post-launch obstacles we've encountered, we have made the decision to move the launch of the Real Money Auction House beyond the previously estimated May timeframe, Blizzard announced. The controversial Real Money Auction House was originally supposed to release on May 22nd, but was delayed until May 29th due to some early technical difficulties. Now, for the second time in as many weeks, it has been delayed indefinitely. Time for an alternate job. So, they may have detected new and impressive ways that people intend to scam the system, or just can't withstand the onslaught of the raw number of users that may want to utilize it, though... Blizzard's good at dealing with capacity fluxes, if nothing else. That's something that World of Warcraft has taught them and, and StarCraft has taught them is plan for excessive spikes in usage. Though the error, was it error 34 or error 43 uh, for the first couple of days of Diablo 34. 30, error 34. See, see, to me, that's error 34 and rule 34. That can't be an accident. <laughs> I think Blizzard was having... Fun at our expense. We'll call it. We'll call it error thirty-four. <laughs> yes, and it has been rule thirty-four. Yeah, duh. I've seen it. I I do not want to. I I wish I could unsee it. What has been seen cannot be unseen. So yeah, if you were uh, thinking, finally, your mad gaming skills were going to pay off in real-world cash. No, not so much. If you're job. thinking that, you should probably go to one of the other games that does that, like Second Life. Second Life does one, that, and yeah, Sony's, Sony's had it on EverQuest for ages, the exchange servers and everything, yeah, too. One, one Danish kid, some 15 years old, earned like a million in one month on Second Life on designing furniture. Really? Really. It was on the news, and I was like, what the hey is going on here? I mean, I've been always watching EVE Online because that was another one that has direct translations between uh, game money and real-life money. And the, usually you see the high-profile stories where people lose ridiculous amounts of real money invested when somebody organizes against them, ganks them in-game, pods them, and, and says, ah, ha, 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 we destroyed all your stuff, and you had a ridiculous number of real money items on your ship when we killed it. Neener, neener, neener. Yes. See... If I'm oh, going to yes. give away real-life money, I'll go to a casino and do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, um, if I want to give away money, I'll go outside and throw bills into the air. There you go. 
Share it with the universe. Here, money for you. Hooray! Here's some fun. I'll just mm. toss these coins and whoever finds them get to keep them. Hmm, so what else do we have in the game? Ah, yes. Another in the unlikely series of games to be some of the best platformers out there, the Lego series of games, which when I originally saw the idea of a Lego video game, I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're right. You're way too right. <laughs> I mean, on the surface, you would think that something that's you know, traditionally been a real-world toy would not necessarily translate into a good video game, but because of good game design and a really good sense of humor, because part of what makes those games fun is they are can be hilariously funny and entertaining, but underpinning it all is actually really good platformer game design. So it just happens to be using Lego figurines. And of course, the next big title is Lego Lord of the Rings. Oh, it had to come. From the GameSpot.com E3 preview site, LEGO Lord of the Rings hits this fall. And they have an update here. Xbox 360, PS3, Wii, DS, 3DS, Vita, and PC games arriving later this year will be based on the motion picture trilogy. So they have even more than just the LEGO games. They've got all, they're hitting the, all the platforms really hard. But J.R.R. Tolkien's legendary Lord of the Rings fantasy tome will come to life in a new way this fall. Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment today formally announced LEGO Lord of the Rings for the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, Wii, DS, 3DS, PlayStation Vita, and PC. Yay, PC. Due out this fall, LEGO Lord of the Rings will be based on Peter Jackson's Oscar-winning Lord of the Rings motion picture trilogy and will follow the storylines of each film. What are you laughing at, woman? I just love it when whenever I see Lego. I, I just remember that, that little bopping gate those Lego men has whenever we're in the game, okay. and I just I just love it. I love Lego. I grew up with things and seeing them animated. It just you're easily amused. You know that makes me giggle. Oh, I love Lego. And I mean, if, if you go to <laughs> the... when it comes to Lego, yes. If you go to the actual site, if you go to e3.gamespot.com. They have the screenshot of Frodo with Gandalf and, and Aragorn behind him. And it's completely seriously. So they, they have the Lego characters with serious looks on their face. So like they're right out of the movie. Like they're, they're not toying it up. They're like, no, I am, I am the ring bearer. I am the future king. I am the wizard. And that, I think, is part of what makes it so much fun is they take themselves Remind me just seriously enough. <laughs> So on GameSpot.com, they got the trailer for the initial gameplay, and it's, and it's everything you love about LEGO games. I mean, Nemesis loves the LEGO Star Wars series, LEGO Indiana Jones um, are his are It's his LEGO. It's, it's LEGO. Whenever they turn off the computer, the console, whatever it is they're playing on, they can go right over to that huge pile of LEGO they should have and just pick out pieces and build it on their own. And see, how can you not love Lego? Nemesis has never really taken to the actual Lego building block. So most of his yes. Lego experience has been in the game world. So his experience of Lego has been more game than building blocks. I think there's a whole generation of, for which that is true. I think he has a tip. He will learn. Eventually, he will learn. And he will go, yay! And when he finds out what Lego can do, 
The power he will of go. Lego. Yay. Bow down before the power me. of Lego. Oh the my goodness. Look at the, when you, when you look at the them, video wall. Feet. Everyone, if you're not looking at the video wall right now, you should sh run straight over to the video wall, go to the front page, click on the on the IRC and, and pick the IRC and video wall and look at everyone awesome's Legos. The guy with He's the, sli holding with them the up slightly less to see. The guy with the less stylish Fez and Reginald. Ah, it's, it's a... Ooh, look at that Fez. That's a Doctor Who Fez. I can approve of that. No, Doctor Who wears a red Fez. I don't know what that thing is. No, but it has a TARDIS on the front. I can forgive him just because I don't know why I'm being so quiet. I'm on the call, too. I don't know. I was waiting for you to pipe chip in at some point. We started talking about you. I did want to point out that if you do go to the Lego shop.lego.com, the Lego Lord of the Rings sets are available already to buy. Of course. I would expect you to know that, Barry. Well, they came up on the store about two weeks ago. I already have one, um, but I, I moved this weekend into another room in my house, so they're in the other room, so I'd have to get up and run and get it. But it came with... Um, Oh, here. I'll, I'll go off for just a second. It's right over there. Just one sec. <laughs> because this is important. Legos are important. Legos you know, are... The majority of, this, of the Lego the Spawn has are actually inherited Lego that he got from his father. See, I do have because a lot of... A Lego, lot of... Can, Lego can be handed down through the generations because Lego will never change. And Lego is Lego is Lego. Completely indestructible. Have you ever successfully destroyed a Lego brick? No, but I have successfully destroyed my foot by stepping on a Lego brick. Yes, that is the true power of a Lego brick, is the uh, penetration into the bottom of the soft tissue in your foot. All right, All right. If you look at the video, well, now I have a poster of Lego Frodo holding the one ring, and it says, one ring to rule them all at the bottom. That is so yes, wrong. and that is a huge post line. That is so wrong and so nice. So wrong. And there's a, this is the most recent Lego catalog. It has the same image on the cover. Well, it's not the catalog, but it's the, the mailer that they send you and just subscribe. And it's got all the Lego sets in here. For Lord I don't of the know Rings. how the hell they did it, but they made the little yellow guy look like Elijah Wood. How do you do that? With That's easy. You change the facial expression and you change the hair. It's. I mean, but I looked at some subtle. recent Legos and I was like, "Whoa, what did you do? The hair, the the face used to be like two dots and a smiley face, mm -hmm. and that was it. And look at it now. Now it actually has facial features, and uh, I, I bet that you can replace the wig with some other wig if you want to make him look silly. Mm -hmm. Give but still, more. although personally, I think Lego peaked with uh, my Lego Deadpool, which I'm showing on the video right now. I mean, you can't beat that. That's they Lego made, Deadpool. They made Lego Deadpool. That yeah. is pretty awesome. Does he swear in It came in a set. <laughs> oh. Nobody and has two samurai swords the, if you look at the back. In the Black Void, Hando is saying, is saying microwaves kill Legos. Oh, I bet they do. Only he spelled Ooh. Legos wrong. Bad, Hando. Bad. Shame. Shame. Maybe he's using off-brand Legos. My favorite, uh, my favorite quote from uh, Deadpool is still, wait. My common sense is tingling. <laughs> mm, alrighty. So yes, Lego, yes. Lord of the Rings. Yes. Lord of the Rings. Oh. Oh, someone's got their audio turned on. Fail. 
fail. No, I fail. I, I turned in the wrong direction and unplugged my headphones. Ah, uh, <laughs> you, you double fail. Yeah. So Lego Lord of the Rings game coming later this year. Lego Lord of the Rings sets available now. Of course, they need Especially. to get people addicted to it, and they, and they need to let people allow people to order it now. Give money, plicks. So they have something for the kids while they play it. Uh, I hear kids, go play with the Legos while I play the game. That's yes. called parenting in the 21st century. We are all I, going to die. We're all going all things somewhere all very, very warm with people with pitchforks. What, Florida? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Can't say I've never been to the states. Uh, you need to fix that. You're doing, you're doing it wrong. Trust yes. us. If there's a place, if there's a place on Earth that's most similar to hell, it's probably in Florida. They have large yeah. lizards that will charge out of the uh, brush at the side of the road and eat you. Ooh, mm -hmm. I love this. It sounds pretty hellish it. to me. That sounds like Australia. Australia, 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 we love you. Amen. No, 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 no. It's not hell because it's actually not the heat. It's the humidity in Florida. It's a package deal. This is true. That and the giant oh. freaking prehistoric <clears throat> lizards that will eat you. Well, yeah, That's... but, I mean, you know, tell me a place that really doesn't have animals that will kill you. Um, Denmark? Yeah. Denmark, our largest, our, our largest predator is the fox and the badger. Our only... Honey badger don't care. <laughs> honey badger don't <laughs> give a damn. The, the most dangerous creature we have is the adder, and we have to put that one under protection because it's really rare and about to get extinct. We so don't have anything that will kill you. I mean, the, the, most, the most horrible thing we have is a gnat. Yes, but you see, maybe we have the, a wasp that will sting you. The climate there will kill you outright, so the mother nature in <laughs> general will off you, not without a specific critter getting you. And it's not so much things that will kill you. There's a difference between you know, the brown recluse spiders and the Gila monsters we have here in Arizona, which, if you are not treated quickly, can absolutely result in death. There's being killed. And then there's being eaten alive by a 12-foot-long freaking throwback to the Pleistocene era. That is yeah, quantitatively right. different than... No, why are you afraid? I mean, it would look at you, and then it would attempt, and then it would die from its belly bursting when it was attempting to eat your foot. No, you don't know how freaking large these things get. That's the thing. And also... No, but I have heard rumors about how freaking large you get. Um, well, bits of me anyway. Anyway, moving right along. Oh, weird. <laughs> hey, Ursi, aren't you glad you joined us? Welcome the call? to the internet. Yes, uh, by the way, welcome to your emergency co hosting system. You'd be a case of emergency <laughs> yeah. where you're doing a show alone. <laughs> a host will drop down. All three, four, five random people and see what happens. Your host you should play that tangent you alerts. to begin what? the flow of talking. So, you should play the tangent drop-in again. However, I just will point out that the community loves you that no, that much that we're willing to co-host for you on the fly, you know, for, you know, nothing and just, you know, for a call. Fame on the interwebs. It's a wonderful thing. Yes. Wait, you have you saying that we're on air right now? We're you're not just on, talking on Skype? You're on the internets. People oh, can no. hear your thoughts. <gasps> oh, gasp. 
Oh my. Although, hear your thoughts anyway because you're a telepath, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> anyway, no, that's, so not, that's not me. Those are the other voices in your head. I'm <clears throat> not taking responsibility for anything they are Listen, making you do. Can you okay. have the voices in your head keep it down? I cannot hear the voices in my head. <laughs> but I'm happy I live in a split-level head. Okay, we have come against our next break. You are listening to Trainwreck 2012, casually hardcore, gnome-wise flying solo, but not so solo anymore. And Grail getting uh, outed for, you know, having an affair with Copy. See how that works? Don't show up for my show. I exact revenge. I old school, fire, brimstone, you know, that kind of crap. We shall return right after a little dance, Zotarius Johnson. Dance. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Like honey, no one else could fill the shoes The time and the weather, the headlines and the local news He lays it down with perfection and grace Done by noon, he goes on to his place Where he sleeps and he waits for the night Midnight, he gets up, gets out of bed A can of Red Bull, a tab of X to clear his head He shoots his cuffs, now he's headed downtown Picks up one life, puts another one down And his body hums and the music's playing Dance, it's a Darius Johnson dance It's a cold world, nobody understands Feeling you can't keep inside Go to Tyrius Johnson Go all the club you are watching you close to glow With the light of the truth you can't hide That the news is the news But the dance goes on forever He shimmies his shoulders Undulates his slender hips Kimbo, Jagger-esque, he pounds his lips Circle forms, everybody comes round Just to hear the incredible sound Of a genius smashing expectation Dance, it's a Tyrius Johnson dance It's a cold world nobody understands Feeling you can't keep inside Go, it's a Tyrius Johnson Go, all the clock is Watching you close, stick glow With the light of the truth you can't hide That the 
magic fades as the sun comes up It's time he goes A hand on his shoulder, it turns around It's Terry Gross He takes her hand, spins her body just so He holds her close, he will never let go As the room explodes, they dance like angels dance To Terry's Johnson dance It's a cold world, nobody understands to VTW 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 Productions 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 Dot com Dot com Dot com Dot com Dot com Versus the World Radio Researched Chaos Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Joined via the miracle of Skype by the replacement hosts, the Barry Von Awesome, Ursa Heel, and she with the large breasts, Pusar. And she has her mic muted, so she can't respond to that. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Neener, neener, neener. Ooh, that's gesture. Oh, she, re- she, she responded. Even oh, I saw. Me. I was watching that video wall. <laughs> I knew there would be something. Now, she's been busily uh, composing fanfic about Grail and Copy. This should be interesting. I knew I could rely upon her. Moving yeah, right hopefully along. she'll do the audiobook version, too. I hope. I hope. Oh, the MP3 recording is coming your way. Well, I think she has that nice microphone. Oh, yes. Okay, Ursi, um, you had... Yes. Uh, spoiler alert. <coughs> if you haven't seen Avengers yet, uh, you fail. And, and you um, obviously haven't seen the episode like from two weeks ago that right, they spoiled. Where we spoiled everything. So spoiled. if you haven't done that, go back to there, because that's you know, what I'm responding to. And in the response of the... Oh, before you start... Very good village. Oh, yes. In, in another form of another plug, I posted a video on the Casually Hardcore Facebook page of the How It Should Have Ended series uh, of the Avengers. Oh, they did uh, yes, as well. All. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> well, you don't check the Facebook page for Casually Hardcore. I've been offline for, for like two, two weeks here. I'm just now getting back into my life, so... You may have well, you should them. watch it. It was very amusing, but it was more oh, yes, of a. Oh, very nice. It was more of a. They're more they're getting self-referential <laughs> now. For, yeah, for their own how it should have ended videos, which yeah. are mostly just Batman, Superman sitting in a cafe. Yep. Well, when you've already got the animation done for it, you reuse it as much as possible. That's like, you know, the oldest animation trick in the book. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> under your theory about how uh, Loki was uh, a good villain for the movie. Yeah, no, he totally uh, is on top. I'm, I'm totally believing that he is on top of this movie, and he is currently on top of everything because where did he end up? Back so home. So he's <laughs> back home with the cube, and um, essentially with the all of the bad guys and all the bad aliens currently targeting Earth and ready to destroy it. So he doesn't have to do anything anymore. He has the most powerful thing in the universe. And he's out of the hell dimension thing that it got cast into. 
So he is totally. He, this is total Loki. The absolute, absolute total Loki. This is what he wanted the entire time. He was, this was his, back, his backhanded way of getting home. Backhanded way of getting home, getting the most awesome power source in the universe, getting revenge on his things, and destroying Midgard. But there's also Which, the whole, all he the had whole, to do to get what he wanted was to be treated like a ragdoll. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Dude, I'm sure that didn't happen, but the, the fact that he's still alive, he's still kicking, and he's, like I said, no one's after him anymore. Oh, you know, nobody. I believe Thanos is after him. I mean, he was threatened that if, if he failed, there would be no rock he could hide under. Oh, and no, no. If he, fa- he, he But he's already been defeated. So, no, no. His big thing now is he's got to go against these Avengers that are, you know, that took down Loki. And he's, he, they're gonna, no, no, see, Thanos I mean, is going to go after Earth first. Why, why, would, he, why would he do that? The, the, oh. the, cosmic, the Cosmic Cube is in Asgard. He's heading for Asgard Earth. to go shopping. No, Earth, no. Earth has Earth has nothing that he wants, uh, except for the Avengers, who just you know made a who blew well who blew up his ship. Yeah, and yeah, uh, I guess he's going for Earth, and like I said, Loki's just going to sit back and. I'm thinking he's got a small chip his... on his shoulder about Loki who dropped the ball and did not deliver what he promised. I think Loki's going to get bit by Thanos. I, th- I think the opening scene of the Avengers two is going to be the assault on the vault in Asgard. To obtain the cosmic cube and money. and or the infinity gauntlet, I sense a money internet uh, bet going that uh, he'll that Loki will come up on top in the next one. Uh, I mean, he not he won't win the day obviously at the end because you know the Avengers mm-hmm. always win, but <laughs> uh, uh, that the entire first movie was just him. You know that he was his entire plan the entire time. Um, you know, it's totally within Josh Whedon's style as a storyteller to do that. Oh yeah, you know, lie, lie to his people. I mean, what really also kicked it was I was I'm rewatching the Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm-hmm. um, in order this time, and uh, I mean Josh Whedon did a very simple thing of where he impaled Cordelia on season three, and then he went to a nice funeral scene, and it's like oh da da da, and then Buffy and Willow walk by and say, so yeah, she she's she's out of the hospital. Oh yeah, she's fine now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Messing <laughs> you know. with your head. Well, it's because you know Agent Coulson is not dead. I mean, no, just... no, that's totally that's totally Josh Whedon too, though he'll totally kill people. Oh no, but I'm I'm thinking <laughs> this time just just from the way it was shot and the way the lines they gave Coulson basically where he started to say they need something to motivate him. So basically, you're gonna see a flashback where it's his ideas, it's Coulson's idea. Say no, 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 let me be dead and let me be the thing that motivates them. Nice. Eh, okay, I'll give you that one, but. I'm still betting uh, however many internets you wish to throw out, sir, that it was Loki's plan all along, and, and uh, he's uh, doing just fine. I will bet you two internets that he will have a, a minor role in the future movie where he is pivotal to getting Thanos into the, the royal vault in Asgard and you will probably be surprised that he's not there to get the cosmic cube he's actually there to get the infinity gauntlet because that that storyline is tied so closely to Thanos's thing that yeah. I can't I can't see them not going for it especially when they put it in front of us in the Thor movie I mean they panned right across it very deliberately <laughs> said look the infinity gauntlet um, along with some other significant uh, artifacts from the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. That vault. yeah. 
just just to play with the fanboys. Oh yeah. But, all right. Because I think so, Loki's yeah, going was... to be there saying, okay, come on in, boss. Here's the Cosmic Cube. It's like, yeah, whatever, fool, blast. Goes for what he really wants. Eh, okay. It is, it is on, sir. Two internets. Yes. Two, two internets. Two fiction. Okay, I baby. I'm a witness to that bet. Yep. No, I won't take that bet. I don't know. I don't want to speculate on what they're going to do. But I can see your point there that he did, he did kind of win. He, oh, was, he totally played him. He was he smirking. He was smirking behind that uh, gag at the end. I mean, he. I mean, he kind of. I mean, uh, he. There's a similar plot line that's been run in a different show. The if you, have you ever gotten around to seeing the Mar, uh, Earth's Mightiest Hero cartoon series? No, yes. I have not. I would highly suggest that it's actually a really good. Uh, it's a Disney XD, but it's pretty enjoyable. I I liked it a lot. It's on Netflix. I had they just a, started season two. I had a bout of insomnia last night, and I filled the time with Archer and <laughs> uh, Ultimate Avengers two. Yep. See, those, those good- Ultimate Avengers movies that they put on Netflix are not that great. They're not as good as the Avengers cartoon that that he's talking yeah. about. No, I, think, I would I think agree. DC is doing a much better job developing their stuff into animated movies. Agreed. Marvel needs as far as animated movies go, but the uh, Marvel animated shows right now uh, between the Avengers and the Spider Man Ultimate Spider Man show are really good. Even even uh, their past thing with the Spectacular Spider Man, I enjoyed that. That's it's more of a uh, uh, it was great to watch with my nephew and niece, and you know we you know had a great time. We laughed about uh, you know it was really a lot more accessible to them. And the new ones okay, I I haven't it hasn't bitten me yet. So it, it filled the time is, is basically all I can say about for that movie. Um, Archer was actually much more entertaining. I'm beginning to understand what uh, oh, well, yeah. what Grail gets out of that. <laughs> I think I was finally, yeah. I was finally in the right mood for Archer last night, so I watched a good five episodes of that back to back, which is a bit of an overdose, but totally worth it. And that's why I was obsessed because I was watching oh, the episode where where he was stuck in the uh, in the ever in the swamp and was completely <laughs> terrified of being eaten by an alligator and was doing, <laughs> doing the litany of recent attacks of people in Florida. No, May 22nd man killed in his backyard by a 12 footer. Like, okay then. And H John Benjamin is the God of voice acting. Just that's a crunk. No, crunk is, um, what's his name? Um, the tick. Um, Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Yep, yep. No, H. John Benjamin is Archer, and he was also my original exposure to him was as uh, Doctor Orpheus's master in uh, Venture Brothers. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking somebody else. No, a reason that that, that is uh, the guy who played Kronk and like home movies and all that stuff is also a uh, voice in the Skylanders game. Oh, really? Yes, he's Ooh, a pilot. Back. I think so, at least. It sounds exactly like him. So it's like the pilot of the balloon or something. So I've been actually watching... Um, what? What? Very, I'm sorry. I was, share with the rest of the class. I was scrolling through the uh, the, the research thread, and MacBit has changed his avatar again. Okay. And it, it's on a related note, it's it's just a gif of the Hulk bashing Loki into the floor over and over and oh, over again. Oh, I have to go find this now. Yes. That, I mean, so, that was the best damn part of that movie. Yeah. So, uh, gentlemen, I, I think I think it's safe to say that we need to have a, uh, I think it's already determined, but uh, 
we should hold an official best avatar contest and just, you know, award it to Magnet right now. <laughs> Let me get in <laughs> My there. My Doom avatar does not agree with that assessment. Oh, Doom is eh. old news. He he was yeah. he was they pissed all over him when they did the Fantastic Four movies. Again, though, I reference you back to the new Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon uh, when they, when when Spider-Man and his amazing friends went and tried to challenge <laughs> Doctor Doom. It was an awesome episode, and it was like the fourth episode of the show. Did he bitch slap them? Uh, yes. Yeah, he, he tends to do that. <laughs> all right, so to observe our all-volunteer research team who ostensibly the, the segment we're doing right now, ha, 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 got off on a small tangent there. But contributors this week, uh, bleeding over from last week when we did Phoenix Comic Con, Deus Ex, Aid, Fangs with a Z, and the Z is what makes it cool, MacBit, which it is indeed exactly that, just that one scene <laughs> over and over and over. And <coughs> Barry Von Awesome, and he posts in there, just because he knows I love to say his name, Boba Fetish. Oh, now, yeah. The reason I got distracted by the research thread, because I thought somebody might have posted this, but there's a video roaming around the internet this week of, uh, we were talking about gods of animation uh, voiceover work. There's a video from Emerald City Comic Con that I believe occurred earlier in May mm -hmm. of the probably six most famous voiceover actors from cartoons that you know uh, doing a reading of the script for the original Star Wars movie. Awesome. Which was awesome! And every scene, they assign them uh, a different role to read as a different character uh, that, they're, that they're known for. And the narrator was done by, uh, what's his name, Kevin Conroy, the guy who was the voice of Batman from Batman the Animated Series. Okay. And pretty and much every, he, he is the voice of Batman. I think that's he is the voice of Batman. Yeah, I I thought it was posted somewhere in the research thread. I personally posted it uh, uh, in the uh, Facebook. I think I think it's on Facebook, but I think I put it in the thread on the forums. That's called uh, Video Links and Discussion, where we just dump YouTube videos that we like. Oh hell yeah! But it's it's pretty long. It's like an hour long. But um, yeah, uh, John DiMaggio's on there. Um, uh, the guys that did Pinky and the Brain are on there. Uh, yes. Uh, the chick who was um, one of the Powerpuff Girls, and now she's on uh, My Little Pony. Yep. And she was on Drawn Together. She was both the girls on Drawn Together is on there. Uh, well, two of the girls, they're not both. The There's three guys, of them. Either, either was there a third girl on Drawn Together? Foxy. Don't forget Foxy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about Foxy. <laughs> Foxy. Either you guys watch Ugly Americans? Uh, no. I do not. I've never. <laughs> I'm tr trying to find somebody who's gotten into it to see if it's worth looking into at all. Uh, it's, it's failed to capture me from its uh, advertisements, but it seems to be doing well. But nah. uh, Archer, yeah, Archer, is your Ar time. Archer, yeah. It's, uh, believe me, I'm, I'm, I am now sold. Oh, my front door has and just then, uh, after that, blown uh, open. Uh, Stand by. <laughs> Talk oh, amongst sorry. yourselves. I'll be right back. So yeah, no. Um, yeah, no. The best one was uh, uh, Darth Vader uh, as re uh, read by Bubbles. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was also good. Although I liked when they kept throwing Bender into different situations, like it happened to be. Well, that uh, is his voice. That that's like his. I mean, he does yeah. a lot of other good voices, but uh, no, that guy. That that is his token thing. I mean, it's. 
I also liked it when they kept when they kept. There was one time when it was uh, Christopher Walken as R two D two. Beep. Well, Bob. and the fa- and the fact that they had multiple people there that could be Christopher Walken. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, they almost should have had a scene if they had enough people doing Christopher Walken to actually have an all Christopher Walken scene. That would have been good. Uh, according to Sean Caster from the IRC, he says the actress you were thinking of was named Tara, Tara Strong. Strong. I also uh, put a call out a couple minutes ago that if anyone wanted a shout out from the IRC, they should uh, message me. I got a message from Brutal that says he'd like to give a shout out to his friend Dan for being accepted to law school. Way to go. Uh, Brutal is the guy with the helm and the beard in the IRC drinking from a a big mug and looking very very outmanling us all almost. I don't know about that, but uh, anyways. Until, Until he goes topless. He's not as manly yeah. as Heel. I also got a message from Darahas asking me if anyone could join as a co-host or are there hurdles, and I said you have to have a beard or a fez or boobs. And so... Uh, I've um, got all three. I was going to say, I, I, got, I got that covered. Um, about an A cup. You don't have a, fez. Don't have a fezers. I'm sure I've got one somewhere. He's just not wearing <laughs> it. He said he had to yeah. have one and never be wearing it. Oh, I can. Okay. I've got several hats. I'm a, which, by the way, with the call-in topic, I'll go in early briefly. But uh, okay. yeah, you, 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 costume noobs. I'm a larper. I, I've got tons of costume things. <coughs> so I laugh and scoff at you all. Yeah, but what, what would you take to a con? Like a big sword, or uh, probably not a big sword. Uh, I mean, I, on the VTW uh, photos page back when I was a host, I posted a picture of me as a knight. <coughs> Here's, so, here's, here's big, a ridiculous story for you from Phoenix Comic Con. So oh Highlight went and had the... Uh, ooh, I, I, s- I was suspecting a returning Pusar there. Went and got the uh, custom-built lightsaber made. And walk, was walking away with it, and they made her piece-bind it. A nice. lightsaber. That well? has no sharp edges and does not go into a scabbard. They had her put the night tie on it. Anyway, <laughs> you gotta why? Because it could be used as a blunt weapon. And I know peace the, tied. It could. I, I know as peace tied, it could still be a blunt weapon. To say, <laughs> exactly did that solve? Oh, is that Pusar making noises? That there? or Zool? There is no. There is no Pusar. There is no Pusar. There is only Zool. Mm. I'm gonna shut all there is out. no poser who is absolutely furious <laughs> that her computer once more crashed. Did it eat the fanfic? It ate the fanfic. Oh, yes! say it is not. It so must I- have been so no! epic it could not be. Oh! Yes, it is okay, so Pusar. It is still in your heart. That's the part of her body that came out of. For a few minutes, because I am rewriting it. So, uh, <laughs> oh, you so gotta feel sorry for that guy. So, uh, what do you guys think about all these zombie things? Face eating. Iolite did not believe me. She thought I was making that crap up when I was telling her about it last night. And I said, go Google Florida face eating. And she started to type into Google Florida face. And it auto-populated face eating. (laughs) You've got to be kidding me. (laughs) Awesome. 
Yeah, she lost faith in humanity last night, and I was responsible for it. For those of you that are completely underneath the rock and don't know, there has been a whole string of very strange incidents going on, mostly in the United States in the last two weeks, that make it seem like there could very possibly be an outbreak of a zombie-like apocalypse going on. Although, if all of the police react like the police officer in Florida did, the zombie apocalypse won't get very far, because that guy got shot like five times. Yeah, he, he, he came over all dead. Um, so yeah, that, that high profile one was the, uh, naked man who, um, killed another man and spent 18 minutes eating his face before the police arrived and killed him rapidly. If, uh, anyone's interested, there is a topic in the general section of the forums or general discussion section started by Fangs with a Z of Research Thread fame uh, called The Great Zombie Outbreak of 2012 Thread, and he's populating the first post with all the news stories of interesting things happening. Uh, the first one happened on the 16th of May, and the most recent one is already was the first, which is two days ago, where the CDC denies the existence of zombies despite all of these cannibal and crazy incidents that have happened. There's like a dozen things on here that have happened in the last two weeks that really seem like the opening scenes from a uh, a zombie movie. Face. I, I'm gonna link the research, this thread that made in the IRC so everyone can see all of these stories with links provided. Uh, yeah, man bites woman in Westchester. I-285 reopens after hazmat incident. Um. There's a mysterious rash at a school uh, that people can't explain. <laughs> the doctor spits blood at highway patrolman after DUI arrest. Man yeah. in critical condition after allegedly stabbing self, throwing intestines at police. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Morgan's, everything's fine. Morgan student admits to eating missing Joppatown man's dismembered body parts. Yeah. Yeah. It's the beginning of the end. Welcome yep. to Zombieland. That or it's just become officially a, uh, a popular fetish. Rule one. So cardio. Yeah. yeah. Rule one cardio. I like I like Irony's response in the thread. BRB buying zombie survival guide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, BRB. I think I responded a little bit farther down. Oh no, I'm already on it. I got pushed to page two here. Let's see. What did I write? Uh, if I can get it to load. Load faster. Uh, the I irony, say, I irony is getting finally. its first first VTW commendation. And in case you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, we have activated the commendation system on the forums, where if you see someone contributing especially well to a conversation or just the forums in general, you can hit the commend button underneath their name on a post and give them good karma. Mmm, karma. I just commended MacBit. You should, too. Everyone <laughs> commend MacBit for that freaking awesome... Animated form avatar, PewDiePie. Well, that, he actually did a lot of good links this week, so. Mm-hmm. So don't yeah, just do it randomly. Yeah, Come on. Said, uh, well, the apocalypse was scheduled for this year. I guess the Mayans didn't have a word for a zombie. <laughs> That's awesome. Ah, uh, believe it. I hurry. Say starfish are the cutest. Whatever. Solex, your strange anime fetishist. <laughs> For which I commend you. I'm just a caveman. You're a world of fetish and porn. <laughs> fuses and frightens me. I'm confused and angered. But I digress. 
All right. That's anyway, back neatly, to the research thread. <laughs> yeah, the research thread and the fact that we're done with this segment. So, Yay. you are listening to Really Good Drink. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com or follow the link from our front page. They have all manner of interesting and useful widgets for performing all kinds of tasks. The one we use makes our RSS feeds awesome and bulletproof. Burp. We shall be back after a little nemesis from Jonathan Colton. Yes, it's we'll be back after this. It's an amazing smile Even the suit has teeth Everything flash and guile Nothing underneath Except a small black heart That no one sees but me I've been watching I can see you start to wonder Could it be that you need me To keep you out To run you faster Promise me you'll let me be the one The worst of all your enemies Pretending you're a friend to me Say that we'll be nemesis Being a brilliant man Going to great expense Devising a master plan from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. 
I'll tell your wife, all right. Casually Harker continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWproductions.com. Nerds with opinions, that's all of you. Warm up your copies of Skype. Point them at the Skype address, VTW Shows, or you can go to the front page of VTWproductions.com. Look in the lower right-hand corner for the I'm Online icon and click on that. If you have Skype click to call properly installed, it will dial in. However, Sean Caster beat you all to the punch. Welcome to the show. Persistence pays off. I've been trying to call in for most of the show. Yes, but this is the call-in segment where I actually pay attention to that and answer the call. Exactly. So, what is your answer to today's call-in topic as far as your most leet or most beloved piece of uh, con gear and or cosplay stuff that you put on or take out in the public when you want to get your nerd on with the tribe? Well, it's not necessarily what I've worn to a con. It's what I want to wear to a con because I haven't Ah, actually been to one before. You have plans. What I did for Halloween this year is I put together a homemade Richard costume from the comic LFG, and I'd really love to wear that to a con. Should I mention that I interviewed uh, Ryan and Lar at Phoenix Comic Con? My eyes just got a lot bigger. <laughs> Holy crap. Lar was wearing a fez very similar to the one I'm wearing now. Um, yeah, he, had, uh, he had been talking about the Richard fez on the site. Yep. He actually wasn't wearing the Richard fez. He was wearing one he had gotten from Fezorama. Um, ah. That's who they had partnered with to do the Richard fez. They were selling the Richard fez, which was completely awesome. But he was wearing, um, uh, I forget what... what icon it had on it, but it was not the Richard Fez. In case you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, it's lfgcomic.com, looking for group comic. Um, Richard is the warlock character, and he is completely awesome and hilarious. I like to kill things. Yes, and he does it well when he's not slowly turning human. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (coughs) Hmm. Anyway... Hello. <laughs> Sorry, what are you I holding like up? Trains. I was hoping Pusar would save us. Pusar has muted her mic. Again. I'm still writing. She's writing. Round two. Again. I'm writing again. Because I hate my computer. It hates you too. Don't worry, mine's eaten research papers before. Now, if you're doing Richard Upright, you would have to do. Would you do the claws, and would you do the pale makeup on the bit of your face that was showing through the uh, through the well, veil? A, I'm pale enough to not need it. B, I'd probably Nerd! put like white gloves on. I really don't know if I could pull the claws off. That, oh. and if I can pull it off, I'd probably try to get solid yellow contacts. Hmm. Those are actually surprisingly affordable these days. Uh, those have used used to be wicked expensive, and now they're all manner of fun uh, eye-changing contacts are available for not too much money, so you could pull that off easy. <laughs> I want you to be honest, Sean Caster. Are you, did you only pick him so you could yell for Pony? No. For I pony! actually put together the costume for Halloween and wore it for Halloween this year. How many people got it? No one. Because <laughs> nobody in my neighborhood pays attention to anything I do. Where do you live? Like upstate New York or something? I live in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah, I live over the (laughs) bridge. So if we ever come to PAX East, we can come stalk you. Or do a show. That too. Nah, I like the the stalking idea better. (laughs) All right, I'm going to kick you to the curb. Did someone say stalking? A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) See what gets her attention. You see how you are. 
Oi, Envy. All right. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? Or not? Darahus. How are you this morning? Sorry about that. My microphone was muted. Notice that. So he must have grown a beard. How did he get to call in? Shush. Fake beard. <laughs> so like artificial okay, beard not everything. <laughs> so how, what's your feeling on today's call-in topic? Uh, stuff to go to a con? Mm-hmm. Well, what I did was, a while back I got a head crap hat. So I came up with the brilliant idea of becoming a mad scientist. Okay. So, with the hat on my head, got a apron or you know something close to a lap a lab coat right and splashed a mixture of red and yellow paint on my on it and got the silly glasses and did you wear the head crab yes i did so you were a crabbed doctor from any of the half-life games yes win now i'm assuming the kind of convention you were likely going to plenty of people got that reference yeah, quite a few. Yes, there were more more than a few uh, Half-Life references in, in cosplay at Phoenix Comic Con this year, uh, including one person with a pet head crab um, on a leash that was actually uh, articulated to kind of walk along, like, kind of like those fake invisible dog collar type things. Uh, hmm. What? I don't get out. I don't, <laughs> don't get out get much. Out much. <laughs> All right, so. Hang on, I've got I would just game. like to point out that if you didn't have a good reason before for joining the video wall, you can now join and observe that Pusar has drawn a fake mustache and beard on herself. <laughs> Hopefully, a permanent marker. Sadly, yeah, but, not in permanent marker. But do you have a Pez? A Fez, I mean, not a Pez. I have Pez. I do. I do. I do. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You are so easily amused. It is not funny. Okay, Taras, I gotta make a room here. Thank you for calling in. I'm sorry. Well, we're so, I'm sorry, so we're so weird. Ah, uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what does that okay. say, Pusar? Is it approved? Okay, Pusar. Uh, you're even sexier. Um, wow. I know, right. Uh, it's a Danish entertainment group called Sons of the Desert. Alright. Whoever's Danish will understand why I'm wearing it. They are awesome. That ain't right. Welcome to the show. You're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? <laughs> this is Tech Priest. Tech Priest. Dax is not here Hello, to, appre to appreciate your fuzzy foreign accent, but I'll, I will appreciate it on her behalf. Thank you, Gnomewise. Oh, Hello, Tiggy. How are you? Yeah. Hi, Pusar. Do you like my moustache? I can't look at the video will crush my flesh. Oh. Oh. And you She's... cannot see my moustache or my face. Trust me. She's no. dead sexy. <laughs> I believe you, Gnome. So. You should, because he's very... Believable. Mm, yes, trust me. I am a credible source. Not. Indeed. Fear me, for I know all. But That's not. just cheating. What? Hey, he lasted, he lasted an hour and 40 minutes without using that thing. I, That's true. 
have withstood the desire to use the God voice. No, no, I embrace it. Anyway. Fire and brimstone, guys. Fire and brimstones. Fear me. Anyway. So, Tech Priest, your favorite gear to wear to conventions or things you would like to obtain? I have not been to a con- convention yet, but I have walked around school as Star Vader for a year, uh, last year, for a day. Full oh. head-to-toe outfit or just a yes. mask? Everything. Uh, a mask and a cape. Mask and, and cape. And did you have the, the voice changer so you could do the... I find your lack of pants arousing. That kind of thing. Yeah, and I had a plastic lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> See, Iolite's got the one that... They had a big sign up on things that, yes, you can duel with these because they're, they're durable enough we can wail on each other. Um, sadly, yeah. it, was, it was an additional $120 to get the accelerometers and the um, sound effects, which was not within our budget. So it merely lights up in an, in an array of colors and Nemesis has already been beating the snot out of the, uh, the house with it. So this was perhaps a tactical error. Yeah. And if I would go to a convention and cosplay, I would do as Gregor Eisenhorn. Pussa should know who that is. Explain. Yes. Gregor Eisenhorn? Gregor Eisenhorn. Uh, uh, Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor. Ah. He's not just an Inquisitor, he is the Inquisitor. The entire Inquisitor genre of fiction was started with Dan Abnett's Gregor Eisenhorn. Yeah, a really good book. The it is one of his best. Ah, uh, wah! What? <laughs> oh, she got that one too. Yes. That ain't right. Thank you. Um, Ursi, there's something on your head. Well, everyone else is wearing stuff on their head. Yeah, but yours looks like a bear. Oh, that's the only thing I had near me at the moment. <laughs> so oh, I can beat. I can beat the bear. It's it, it's a bear on a bear. Cool. Yep. No, no. That. You can say, Pussar, you need to wear the, wear the pussy on your head. I'm not touching that one. All right. <laughs> I am wearing the Titan on my head. <laughs> okay. Right. I thought we couldn't go any further off the rails, but I was wrong. Tech Priest, thank you for calling. I need to make room for another caller here. Um, bye. Oh, trick fresh. Uh, welcome to Casually Hardcore Trainwreck 2012. Who's calling? Hello. Hello. It is Quirk. You cut off. And me. I, again. oh, it is it is Quirk here. Quirk, how are you? Hey, welcome, Quirk. Hello, Quirk. I you I'm good. Muted yourself on the video wall. Go ahead and mute yourself <laughs> on the video wall. Mouse over your portrait oh, and click on the little mute button. Okay. Okay. Okay, we should be good now. Now that you're uh, having to, a wonderful Sunday. I have to ask you a very important question, Quirk. Why uh, yes. do you choose to occasionally wear sunglasses in the video wall? <laughs> sunglasses make you 50% cooler. Um, All right. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Although the cat in the background doesn't agree. That's not a cat, that's a bird. Oh, well. It's very. <laughs> what is a bird? It is. <laughs> the video reception's not I, that I great. Hope, I hope I'm making firsts here. I, really hard. I have a, a simple question. Why? Yes. <laughs> uh, because, number one, it, it's, it's a twofold reasoning process. Is number right one, birds are awesome. <laughs> and number two, birds are awesome. 
I see. I see. Please, a, I see a flaw in your reasoning, and it's <laughs> that birds are not awesome. Oh, I may have to stop listening now. What kind of bird? It's a cockatiel. See, you okay, just won, that's you okay. Ju- you just won me back because I now get to say cockatiel. 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 I see the copy. Boba fetish. What? No, that couldn't be possible because copy. She's back from the future. Wow, that was quick. I have a sense of the copy in the IRC. Not on the video wall, in the IRC. She's on the video wall now. Yeah, I can see her. There she is. No, copy has long blonde hair. This person has short. Uh, electric red hair. Oh, she's referencing the call-in topic. She's cosplaying inside our topic about cosplaying. <gasps> How we need to go deeper, Barry. Oh, man. That ain't right, kids. She's so, what is your actual, uh, other than the sunglasses, uh, gear uh, yes. that you have obtained or would like to obtain to do uh, convention or, or nerd gatherings in or with? So, I have never actually been to a nerd gathering, but I would like to. Uh, but what I have to wear, um, you're, you're most likely familiar with the website thinkgeek.com, correct? Very much. Yes, they sell something on there called the personal soundtrack shirt, which is basically a shirt with a speaker I may right in the middle I, of your chest. I may or and may so what I did is I went to the Portal shirt. 2 uh, sound thing. <laughs> so I got, I got all the Portal Sounds and pops them on an SD card and pops them in the uh, little volume or remote control thing and now I can go around and imitate Glados whenever I want to. You might. I am impressed. It is awesome. When you put me in a potato. <laughs> I've got a couple of Wheatley ones as well and uh, a you couple monster. of quotes. Yes, that is that is one of them. Wheatley does have some good some good liners in there. Um, yep. Hello, fair, this is fair, the part where I kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one, of my the, uh, favorite. one of my more favorite cosplays at Phoenix Comic Con was someone who was dressed up as Wheatley. Basically had the Wheatley module as their head. Uh, uh, just had an Aperture nice. Science uh, outfit on his for the bottom That half. is next level. And a lot of people who were carrying Wheatleys around with them. Uh, and then there was the one <laughs> that was really beautifully well built and had basically the soundboard built into it so they were able to play Wheatley uh audio at will. That one was particularly awesome. I have not that is win. Maybe I'm just a really large nanobot, Carl. Did you ever think of that? <laughs> <laughs> space, 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 space! There was one of space, those, too. Space, space, mm. space. I'm in space! The space core. I have the space mm-hmm. core soundboard. Everyone has the space core soundboard because it's... Well, it's kind it's of a one-hit wonder. Space! Anyway. <sighs> um, sorry, just recentering there. All right. Thank you for calling. And let me see. I am ready. You are, what are you ready for? I am ready. I finished. Okay, it's not the big one, but I finished a version of the thing with the place and the oh, stuff. No. Maybe we should warn about this before you read it out loud. <laughs> oh, hi, Copy. Um, oh, hi, Copy. We got of... something for you. This is going to be a little awkward. We're, we're... It's going to be a lot awkward. She doesn't know that we're on to her in Grail. Um, out with it, Pusar. It's all you. 
Here we go. Okay, can I get some nice bit music for this? Um, not bloody likely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I played Barry's intro there. Played Barry White action. Grail had sent an email. Grail had sent many emails. Kobe had been writing with him for weeks, and now that Daxa was out of town, it was the perfect time for the two to meet up. Grail had asked Kobe to wear the shame she has worn on the video wall the previous week, which wasn't much at all, and Kobe had happily now she was finding herself in the car, driving down the interstate from the dark and cold north. She saw few people, but she did not care. She was on her way to see Grail. Kobe had her mind elsewhere entirely when she came across a large crowd gathered around a van with a single figure on top. At first, Kobe thought she had come across a religious convention, but then she saw the figure on the van shooting into the crowd. She came to a full stop. Shooting? Kobe blinked. And then she blinked again as she saw the bloodied corpse get back and go back towards the van, the van and the soul figure standing up there. On the top of the van, shoot, hear a car. Shoot again. Reload. Quickly. Hope the driver had sense. Shoot. Shoot. Hear the engines rev and sense the car plowing through the mob of the living dead. Kobe gunned her engine and plowed through the mass of bodies, putting the pedal to the metal. She used the only weapon she had, the vehicle. She had recognized the person on top of the van, and after the initial shock had faded, she sprang into action. With screeching brakes, she came to a halt right next to the van and pushed the doors open, yelling, Daxa, get in! Jumping from the van, Daxa leapt into the car and slammed the door while Kobe gunned the engine and took them both away from the shambling mass of bodies trying to get in. Together, they drove off. The explanation for Kobe's outfit would have to wait. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. The end. <laughs> Well, that took a twist. A little bit. Go, Kopi. Go, Kopi. Go, Kopi. Go, Kopi. Go, Kopi. Here we go. Now, I would like to see what people will take from this. So, wait, was that the third version or the second version? That was the second version. The first version was lost. I wonder what the first version happened. Oh, that was even worse. That was even better. That was even longer. Yikes. With on the internet. <laughs> Welcome to the internet, where Kobe is a hero and Dax is shooting zombies. Kobe's wearing a wig. Okay, I'm having a hard time taking her seriously. Yeah, it doesn't look a lot like Kobe. No, not frightening. I mean, what is that? What? Who is she supposed to be? I mean, coming from the man wearing a fez. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> which which one of us? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fezes are cool. <laughs> Are you saying that I have a manly voice? Oh, I you have facial hair. Of that. <laughs> that saying, am I a man? <laughs> am I a man? Oh, I'm a man we need man, to talk man. after the show briefly. Am I a man? I'm planning to stay here oh. because I'm planning to mock Emperor Leslie. I'm not idea how I'm going to mock him this week, but I am going to. You go, girl.
Make sure you leave the uh, mustache and beard on while you do it. Oh, definitely. Handel says I need to do audiobooks. If I were, nah, I'm not going to because I get all my audiobooks elsewhere. I get all my audiobooks from audible.com. Sorry. Subscribe and by following the link at vtwproductions.com. So, uh, no more. I have to ask you a related question to the Colin topic. Um, we, at Phoenix Comic Con last weekend, did you see anybody that picked a really horrible cosplay outfit for spending all day uh, in a convention hall? Yes. Did you see any female obese creatures <laughs> wearing a cat suit? Yes. Examples, perhaps? Uh, of uh, mine more than hers. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do not want anyone classified as obese wearing a Catwoman outfit. The movie was shite and you're not doing anyone any favors. Meow. <laughs> there was a fun bit where they had four or five girls walking along the hallway each in the kind of the traditional cat girl outfit. And then a guy nearby had a laser pointer and put the dot up on the wall. And without breaking stride, they all started chasing after the dot like, like cats did. It was completely awesome. <laughs> awesome. Um, but there were a couple of people who had outfits um, that involved stilts. So... To give them Jumping height stilts? and kind of the kind of the, the the reverse knee, kind of like the the Drenai <laughs> kind of a deal, and that could not have been pleasant to spend the entire day up on stilts. The uh, the costume was awesome, um, but the as far as spending the entire day in it, not so much. That and the guy in the complete um, Warhammer 40k Space Marine outfit. Um, Beautiful, but well, must, have weighed, must have weighed a ton. I mean, he, he could not have. Did you take any pictures? Um, Daxa took a metric ton of pictures that will be posted to the site shortly. Yay! I'm going to mute myself because I'm going to wear my stilts. Because you said it. And now would be the best time during the entire evening for you to get right back onto the video wall to watch me. Well, I'm not going to put on the stills, but I'm going to show you my stills. You will. She's stills. going to mention everything we bring up. Well, um, I'd like to change the topic to pole uh, dancing. Nudity. Um, <laughs> full frontal. Um, topless Scandinavians is our new topic for discussion. So let's uh, <laughs> let's see if we can get some topless Scandinavians on the video wall and some topless Canadians while we're at it. Hey, let's just go whole hog here. Because we have we have a top topless Ursa heel, so just follow the follow the example set by the yep. uh, shirts the, are for the weak. The sexy man in the center square, at least on my version of the video wall. Um, hey, look, Pusar's disrobing. Awesome. Well, <laughs> asking you shall receive, I guess. All right, all right. <laughs> I, I guess it should be a, come as no surprise that she, have, of course, she has stilts. No, no, no. There's no of course there. Those words don't belong in that sentence. <laughs> no, you, you can't use that sentence so for anyone. I mean, the only, the only person you can say, of course they own stilts, would be a circus performer. And as far as I know, Pusar is not oh. a circus performer. Uh, uh, also, drywall. With you. She Actually, uh, yeah, sheetrock sheet rock people do the stilt thing, yep. especially when they're doing the ceilings. Yep. But, uh, yeah, she's not any of those things, so... But hey, we could talk about know co-ed, co-ed na- naked Scandinavian stilt walking. Um, 
Those almost look like the kind of things that the amputees use to get an unfair advantage in all those running competitions, <laughs> those reverse arch. Right. I don't, I don't know how exactly how they work or what they're called, but those crazy things and people are like, no, those are unfair. You have no legs. That's not fair. Yeah, because I have such an advantage having lost my yeah. legs below the knee. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Those things are cool, and that's kind of what those stilts she has look like. They have kind of like a reverse right. footing kind of. No, and that was exactly the same kind of stilts that these the the cosplayers were using to do kind of like the the demon hoof kind of idea. Um, yes, just could not. They are them. amazingly awesome to walk on, but you have this tiny surface of contact between your entire body and the floor, so they're a bit tricky. But they're fun to walk in. Sadly, I cannot wear them right now because it requires me to wear some pretty heavy boots for the things to actually stick to my feet. Mm-hmm. More importantly, Pusar, why do you have stilts? Why do I have jumping stilts? Because they're fun. They're jumping I mean, stilts? They're jumping stilts. Do you want me to bring them closer so you can see do them? You can actually... No, yes, do they, they work. I want to answer a question. Do they work like the boots in Portal? Uh, actually imagined myself running around with a portal gun while wearing them. So it's not far off. They're actually very, very, very good. Very, very, very fun. And you can run very quickly while wearing them. And you can get very, very hurt if you're not wearing protection gear. Well, if you fall while wearing them. And on that bombshell. I still have the scar on my elbow to prove it. All right, that brings us neatly to the end of the show. So we've thank goodness. <laughs> thank you, Barry, for that uh, insightful <laughs> comment. I'll be sure and bring you in the next time I need an emergency host. Uh-huh. Thank goodness it was such a great show. Uh, oh. We couldn't pack any more awesome content into another hour. That's <laughs> nice. uh, what I was getting at there. The subtext was subtle. Sure, ladies and subtle. gentlemen. Subtle. This has been a test of your emergency co-hosting system. If this were an actual emergency, there would have been a real show. Yeah, so this has been an actual emergency. If this had been an actual show, it would have been much better and more organized. (laughs) But instead, you get this. Sadly, this was not an emergency, so you got this. Thank you for showing. Thank you for playing anyway. Hopefully next week I'll have, you know, actual co-hosts. Either that... the for crushing with casually hardcore. The, the the Arizona murder spree. Mm, <laughs> but I digress. Let's see it. Let's see if Kobe manages and the Kobe and Daxa manages to say they or Grail gets his wish. We'll see. Uh-huh. the next time we see him. But I digress. All right, you have been listening <laughs> to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Check us out on the web. Go to the shows tab. Check out all the fine shows on the Versus the World Network. You will be glad that you did. Keep an eye on the Alpha Geek Radio section of the site in the next little bit here. I'm going to get a lot more of the episodes from Phoenix Comic Con posted now that I'm back to something approaching a normal existence. I have been Gnomewise. Joining me over the miracle of the interwebs have been the Barry Von Awesome, Ursa Heel of the Hairy Chest, and Pusar of the Majestic Breasts. At least we assume so. <laughs> and the stilts. <laughs> assemble. I could laugh, but I digress.
in any event. That's a scary effort all week. Kind of, yeah. We are. <laughs> I think it's terrible. Oh, I'm going to have nightmares about that. I'm going to save you all because we are out of here. <laughs> Bye-bye, radio people.